Hello and welcome back. Today I'm going to give you a framework that is going to help you create anything that you want in your family, perhaps in your life. You're listening to The Parenting Junkie Show, the place to go to love parenting and to parent from love. I'm your host, Avital. Let me give you a little bit of back uh, backstory to this acronym that I'm about to share and this process that helps me to create whatever I want <laughs> within my family. Um, recently, uh, just at the end of 2019, my team and I, shout out to Tamara, Tracy and Claire, we all got together in New York City for what we call a team huddle. And it was a very special thing because we, in fact, had never met Tracy in person. Tamara and Claire were at Bliss in Costa Rica. Um, and we had never met Tracy in person. We'd been working together uh, for months. And this was the first time that we came together and worked as a team in one room. Um, we used an office space. We had a real whiteboard. We felt like a totally real company. It was so much fun. And of course, we got to try all of the awesome vegan treats that are to be found around here. But the reason that we got together is because at The Parenting Junkie and specifically at Present Play, we are taking our work very, very seriously. And we needed to reflect on what was working in 2019 and what we can do even better in 2020 and moving forward. One of the things that we noticed was not working. Most of the things were working. We had a beautiful year, but one of the things that was not working was that many people, um, many of our listeners, readers, subscribers, members, etc., many of you, our community, were feeling overwhelmed were feeling like they can't keep up. They're so behind on the podcasts, on the YouTube videos, on the membership itself, on the courses that people have bought. Um, and we really think that that is us not doing you a good enough service if we're just throwing more and more and more content at you, but not helping you actually to do something with that content and create the changes that you want. And so one of the core ahas that we realized was that we want to help people shift from being consumers of the parenting junkie to being creators. And what exactly you are going to create or we think that we all want to create, and this is based on the feedback of our community, is to create family bliss. I want to kind of have a stop on the way, an important stop on the way, stop to see the view of the word create itself. And the thing is that we want people to move from being consumers to being creators. And this is specifically what we do inside of Present Play. And so we've shifted this year inside of Present Play, shout out to all my members and shout out to anyone joining us this coming May, is that we are really shifting the focus of present play into performance coaching. So rather than it just being a library of amazing content to help you, it actually is shifting not just to encompass the content you need, but to be hand-holding, to give you step-by-step -step accountability. Basically saying, okay, now focus just on this. Because what we've realized is that the pain point of people has shifted over the last decade, right? It used to be a few years ago, if you came online and you provided great content, that was amazing and that was what people needed. But today, 
You're all probably, if you're anything like me, flooded with resources, websites, videos, books. I mean, how many people here have 50 books on their list to read? And the whole reason we started The Parenting Junkie was to relieve some of that overwhelm by distilling the interesting teachings and findings into bite-sized, actionable um, pieces of content that were you know, entertaining and easy to watch, digest, and put into action. But what we want to double down on now is the put into action piece, where yes, we're still making things digestible and still distilling, you know, mountains of research and books that we read and, and, and all of the expert opinions, etc. But really, we want to bring it back to you and to you performing at peak performance as a parent, to you being able to create the marriage you want, the home life you want, including including the physical space, the schedule, but also the relationships um, between you, your children, and between them. That is the type of creative process we're here to help you create, and particularly what we do inside of Present Play. So what we're doing inside of Present Play is focusing on different areas of creation every month. So things like creating your village of support or creating the space that you need in your home, right? Creating more independent play, creating more energy through self-care, etc. Um, and what this creating word encompasses is quite a lot. And that's what I'm going to go into right now. In order to help us to systematize this creative process and understand what we mean when we say create, right? Create play, create connection, create power, create momentum, create energy, create space, create a village, create the time that you want, create flow in your schedule, all of these things. There's a process that we go through and it's kind of the present play way of doing things. Now, if you're a member, you're going to be getting all of the resources and the workshops and the phone calls and the coaching sessions that are going to actually help you create those things. But even if you're not a member, I wanted to share the, the top level process with you here and maybe you can apply it on your own. So let's start with the letter C. The first step in our creative process in creating the type of family life that we want is to commit. It's not a sexy step, I know, but it's absolutely necessary each and every time. If you want to sleep, learn, sleep teach, <laughs> to not say sleep train, right? Sleep teach your baby. If you want to set a boundary around sugar, if you want to change your TV habits, if you want to decide to homeschool, if you want to stop fighting with your partner, all of these things have many things in common, but one particular thing in common is that it has to start with commitment. If you are half in or half out, if you're, you know, willing to give up as soon as it gets hard or as soon as there are tears or as soon as someone criticizes you or as soon as you're too tired, then you're not going to be able to see the creative process through. Creativity is surprising in a way, but creativity often actually flourishes best within confines, within boundaries. We think of it as something that needs a blank page and freedom and all the time in the world. But ask any designer or artist or musician or anyone who embarks on those typically creative processes. If they have all the time and all the freedom in the world, if they have no deadlines, how does that serve their work? Speaking from my own experience and all the designers that I know, that usually is a catastrophe for a creative process. If there's no deadline, if there's no brief, that the client has given you, if there's no limit to how, you know, how long the music should be or what instruments you should use or what the topic is, if there's no 
uh, restriction, uh, then it's very hard to actually be creative. It's a counterintuitive point. And so this commitment is about restricting ourselves and committing to a process and to a deadline and to a result. When you say, you know, I want my baby to learn to sleep, but you don't commit. I want my baby to learn to sleep, you know, this week. I'm going to do it until I see results or we're going on a potty learning process and we're just not going back to diapers, full stop. I'm committing or we are weaning or we are learning to read or whatever it is. We are traveling more this year. Any type of thing that you want to see happen in your life that's creating family bliss for you, you've got to commit to. So I guess my question for you today is, what are you committing to? What are you, uh, what are you hoping to create, but you've never really said, you've never really you know, flown the flag of commitment on that? For me, commitment often looks like writing it down, pasting it up in my house where I can see, where others can see, it looks like putting it on my, on, my, on my calendar. You know, if it's not on my calendar, it's not happening. It looks like telling others about it and asking them to help, help me to stay accountable. It looks like refocusing and refocusing and refocusing every time I go off track. All of these things are things that we help you with inside of Present Play, but all of these things are things that theoretically you could create on your own as well. So commit, step number one, choose to go all in. All right, moving on to step number two, reframe, reframe. This is the R. If you want to make a change or start something new, if you are focusing on problems, you will trip yourself up 100% of the time. If you go into potty learning and your baby poops on the floor on the second day, and all you see is problems, then it is going to be incredibly difficult to create that change. If you want to start a meditation practice, but you notice that you keep hitting the snooze button, or you notice that your mind keeps wandering, and you think, oh, then I'm not cut out for it, I see problems, this isn't working, then you are not going to be able to follow through and create what you're trying to create, a new habit, a new paradigm, a new mindset, a new behavior. So when we reframe, what we basically do is instead of seeing problems, we see opportunities. And there are many different powerful reframes that you can, uh, that you can employ and deploy when you need to, when you are noticing yourself getting stuck in a negative mindset, in a pessimistic mindset. Um, one of my favorites is this isn't happening to me, it's happening for me. Another great reframe is, I don't have to do this, I get to do it. And another wonderful reframe is, rather than saying, but, like, I want to sleep train my child, but he's crying, replacing that with the word, and, I want to sleep train my child, and he's crying. These are some quick reframes that I go deep into inside of present play, but I want you to know that there's a reframe for every situation. Excuse the background noise there. <laughs> Let's get back to it. So we know that there's a reframe in every single situation. Every situation can be seen as a problem, as too challenging, as too difficult, or it can be seen as an opportunity. How can you reframe your situation? 
How can you reframe your role? How can you reframe how you see a child or how you see your partner? Okay, so we've committed, we've reframed. The next thing that we need to do is to educate ourselves. E, create, we're on letter E, the first E. We need to educate ourselves. How many times have you heard me say, these things do not come naturally? Knowing how to, whatever, teach a child to read or wean or homeschool or uh, prioritize independent play or solve sibling issues or coach your child through emotional distress or handle bullying or any of the things that are coming up in your life, any of the challenges, these are not things that come naturally. You were not born knowing this. No one is. Maybe, 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 maybe you were lucky and you got good role models. So some of it might feel somewhat natural to you, but most of it isn't. And most of what we see when we just leave things up to what comes naturally is a lot of conflict, a lot of tension, a lot of friction, a lot of unconscious behavior, a lot of violent communication and not, you know, not operating from the intentionality that we all want. And so the issue here with number E, with letter E, is to educate ourselves, to broaden our perspectives, to read up on childhood development or on the latest psychological uh, scientific findings or on uh, wisdom teachings, on spiritual teachings, on religious teachings, on even just educating ourselves by tapping into our innate internal intuition and wisdom and quietening the voices of culture of family programming. We need to educate ourselves in order to make a plan. If you are committed to making a change in some area, say for example, you want to get closer to your partner or you want to revamp your sex life, you are going to need some new pieces of information and inspiration in order to help you to get there. And so educate yourself. You need to learn enough to make a plan. The next letter is A, and A stands for action. Now, this is the step where we actually do something, right? We've committed, we've reframed, we've educated ourselves, and now we have to take action. We have to execute on that plan. And the key in this action step is that we start with small, doable actions. Small and doable and build from there. Just very small wins. One of the key philosophies of present play is that we celebrate wins, that we focus on those small accumulative wins. And we believe that that drip, drip, dripping of tiny, tiny, tiny breakthroughs throughout every day and focusing on those eventually creates the impact that we are looking for. Eventually, the well fills up just from those small drops. So we're not looking for big bang actions. We're not looking for massive gestures, grand, you know, grand scheme things. We're looking for small actions that can shift us in the right direction. I want you to envision a compass for a moment, okay? And if you hold that compass and you follow the arrow to true north, all the way to true north, then you stay on course of true north. If you shift the arrow only very, very slightly, almost indetectably to the east, um, it looks like it's still pointing north, right? It looks like we'll still reach our destination. But that very tiny, small shift down the line has made a huge impact because if we follow that arrow through all the way, we will not hit the destination of true north. And this is to illustrate the fact that these small changes, small actions make big shifts down the line. Just a small shift, a small action on executing our plan and staying with that can make the impact that we're looking to make. And so, You've educated yourself, you've made a plan, and you've begun to take action. 
Now, inevitably, when we take action, when we start putting things into, you know, propelling them into the inertia of forward motion, we're going to come up against frictions. We're going to come up against resistances. The outside world will criticize us. Our inner world will criticize us. Our children won't play ball, whatever it is. We'll come up against bumps and hurdles whenever we're trying to make change. That is going to happen. And so the next letter is T. And T is about trusting. Bringing in an element of trust, trusting ourselves, trusting our children, trusting the process, trusting the universe, trusting God, whatever your belief system dictates. But bringing in that element of surrender, right? When we trust, we surrender. We allow things to unfold. We don't cling tight. We don't get rigid. We don't get controlling. We don't become fixated, right? We trust, we flow, we execute our plans, we absolutely take action, but we do so with a fluidity of a trusting action. I know that this will work out in our best, uh, with our best interest, right? I know that in in whatever way it's supposed to unfold, it will unfold and I will do my part. So it's this kind of equal measures, you know, one part action, one part trust, where on the one hand, we do a lot of educating and and taking action. And on the other hand, we do a lot of trusting and envisioning. And that is the final E to our create process is to envision. When we envision, rather than getting stuck in the minute details, you know, of what's happening right now, in the minutia, in the uh, in the anxiety, in the moment by moment, play by play, we take a larger, broader perspective, and we envision what we're trying to create. Right on a broad, in a broad terms, we're trying to create our family bliss. But in the more specific terminology, we might be trying to create a healthy diet or a workout routine or a morning circle or a bedtime routine or a solid sleep or healthy food, all of that stuff, right? Whatever it is you're trying to create, I want you to hold the vision of what it looks like to succeed, of where you're going. Sometimes we lose sight of where we're going and then we start to trip and stumble and, you know, that arrow has just shifted a tiny bit east and we're off on the wrong course. Taking those small actions to readjust ourselves back to our true north, back to where we're trying to navigate towards, back to our true intentions. We can get sidetracked by power struggles, right? Like we're trying to create a healthy diet and instead of focusing on the health and the nutrition and the nurturing, the nourishing, we get sidetracked by power struggles and by manipulations and by backtalk and by feeling deflated because we haven't succeeded. Instead of getting sidetracked by all of that, when we envision our family bliss, we have that clear vision of where we want to go. And I believe it is. Uh, December, that is the the month of create vision inside of present play. And we actually have a whole entire course in there that's going to be coming out in December of how to create family manifesto, family mission statement, vision statement, family values, have that clarity around what we're trying to create, around what we gathered here for. That is a core part of present play is understanding who we are as a family. Each one of us is completely different and unique. And we're each on a different journey and a different mission, but if we don't 
don't know what mission we're on, we're definitely not going to be able to fulfill it, right? And so understanding and envisioning where we're trying to lead, what our true intentions are, what our true north is, is the final step of that creative process because that will loop us right back to commitment. Do you see how cyclical this is? When we have that clear vision, we recommit to it and we reframe and we continuously educate ourselves and take action and trust the process and envision our family bliss. Now, I do have a gift for you if you love this process and you'd like to print it out, hang it on your fridge. Um, most of the resources like this are inside of Present Play, but I would absolutely love to share this one with you, whether or not you're in there. And so to do so, all you need to do is go over to theparentingjunkie.com forward slash 55 and you can grab your free JPEG beautifully designed download of this CREATE acronym, hang it on your fridge and make sure that you put it into action. Thanks for listening to the Parenting Junkie Show. If this was helpful for you, I would be so appreciative if you would subscribe, rate and review the podcast. Subscribing to the show means you'll get the bonus episodes that I only deliver here. And when you rate and review the show, it helps other parents find it. I'll be shouting out some of my favorite reviews in upcoming episodes and would love to spotlight you. And remember, keep on loving parenting and parenting from love. Namaste.